fancy new transition and it worked no hey. one's in snow yeah welcome everyone welcome to the captain's table my name is paul berserker one batman shelly your humble host and space bartender at the astro pub and your moderator here at the captain's table this is a podcast broadcast combo deal um you're probably listening to this on pro- your the the podcast apps or you're watching this on youtube or you're watching this live on twitch maybe pre-recorded on twitch i don't know it's it's wherever you are in the universe you're listening to this or watching this in some way um and uh this is why i bring people from all over the star citizen community to talk about star citizen we talk about the most recent stuff we talk about theory crafting in the future we talk about um you know the next patches previous patches specific uh professions, all sorts of things. So they just come in and discuss about Star Citizen. Today, I'm joined by two veteran, grizzled, hardened veterans of the captain's table um, to talk about the most pressing thing that's going on right now in Star Citizen, which is the biggest event in of the year, CitizenCon, which is coming up next Saturday. So it'll be a week from today. Or, uh, yeah, a week from today, I think a little bit starts, starts at like... 10 a.m. I want to say Eastern. They they have a CitizenCon.com has a has all of the stuff there. So, uh, so if you're listening to this now, I will not be live on that Saturday, but I will be live with a 24 hour captain's table starting at 6 a.m. on Sunday after CitizenCon. We're going to be doing we're going to I'm going to be doing a captain's table for 24 hours. We're going to be bringing on guests every two to four hours. Uh, and it's or th- every three-ish hours, and we're going to be talking about CitizenCon, we're doing breakdowns, we're having everyone talk about the individual stuff. Um, uh, 6 a.m., no, it's uh, 6 a.m. Eastern. It's uh, 5 a.m. Central, I believe. So. <laughs> you did your math on your time zone, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I was right. I think I was right. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. I have friends at all different time zones. Yeah, you got it right. That's disgusting, uh, though. 5 a.m.? Yeah, 5 a.m. I, I, I got up at fucking four o'clock in the morning to do new world yourself though like i commemorate you because content because content also mornings though mornings are uh, except for (laughs) breakfast and on vacation mornings suck man well here's here's the key this is the thing i've learned if you do a 24-hour broadcast or you're going to stay up for 24 hours get a good night's sleep beforehand and start start the day early Start the day in the morning for that 24 hours. Don't like go to work and then try to do a 24 hour uh, yeah, broadcast. No, that's, insane. that's insanity. So just doing it when you first wake up and then just having the entire day and then 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. for me would be is fine or 5 a.m. to 5 a.m. is fine because then I go to bed at 5 a.m. I can get eight hours of sleep, eight, nine, 10 hours of sleep and wake up and still have some time left to go before I go back to sleep sort of thing. So, um, okay. but Fair. it's for charity too. We're going to be raising money for Doctors Without Borders. Um, so... Come joining us with that. Help us raise some money for charity for a good cause and to talk about all the hype stuff that came in with CitizenCon. With that out of the way, please join us. Both of these two gentlemen here will be on uh, a section of that, that Captain's Table as well. We also have mm-hmm. um, Space Tomato Execute. Let me go through the list real quickly so I can go through all of it. Uh, Space Tomato Execute, Griffin Gaming RPG, uh, Fist and Jawa, Darj, uh, Stim Citizen, Buster the Destroyer, Captain Burks, uh, The Dark Law, um, Kemi 65, uh, so many different people come in. I still haven't gotten all the slots filled, so I hopefully we'll get most of the slots filled filled in the next um, next uh, 
couple of days because I need to before Saturday, before Sunday. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's, 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 uh, let's introduce, so we'll start with you, Senor Doge Demon, Dog Demon. Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? Hello, my name is Dog Demon. Um, I voice act for a lot of other different things and fun stuff. And I do mercenary work in Star Citizen and training for new people, um, old and alike, who just want to learn how to dogfight or just learn their ship properly. Awesome. Uh, and where can they find you? Twitch.tv slash Dog Demon with two Gs and uh, me posting dumb memes on Twitter with the same name. Branding. 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 I like it. All right. <laughs> uh, next, we have the Sultan of Salt, the the Prince of of uh, persnicketyness, uh, Mister HC Vertigo. Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? And where can they find you? I am HC Vertigo. I'm a pretty much a full time Star Citizen streamer here on Twitch TV. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter, HC Virgo on Twitter, YouTube, HC Virgo on YouTube. Uh, do a lot of stuff. Um, just just general gameplay for Star Citizen. I try to keep uh, try to keep a wide variety of content on the channel: mining, cargo transport, fighting. We did a lot of PvP today. We actually locked down Jump Town because there's an event going on in Star Citizen to visit Jumptown to get that Day of the Vara mask, the Horror Hill helmet. So people are visiting Jumptown. You just gotta walk in. The front, gotta go to Crusader, Yella, Jump Town, walk in the front door, Jump Town. You get a free helmet in game every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays when they hand out the helmet. So we're uh, we're we're being geef, we're geefing people trying to walk in the front door, Jump Town. That's not that's not geefing. That's that's that is a time honored tradition. Honored tradition. Yep. God damn it! This is this is my culture, motherfucker. <laughs> so we we loaded up a Crusader Hercules today. I actually I thought it was pretty cool. We actually used the Crusader Hercules for its intended role. Put some ballistas in the back of that thing, flew over to Jumptown, rolled them out the back, and we just started shooting people as they rolled up to trying to get into Jumptown. They had some great moments, too. People actually snuck up on me in a ballista, and I managed to gun them down with a little remote turn on top of it. How many um, people got mad at you and raged at you and called you? Uh, it was like more than five, five or six. Gen gen I mean, PvP is the best in general chat, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I know what I'm general doing. On PvP is the best. I know what I'm doing on Sunday now. That's what I'm going to be doing yep. for my gameplay stream. It's just locking down Jump Town. <laughs> you, should uh, just do, you, should, you should just like land your Cutlass Black next to the team. People go up to you like, hey, whoa, 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 I'm not attacking. You just want to talk? You just want to just interview people? Why are you here today, <laughs> sir? Well, I'm at Jump Town to uh, get my helmet. All right, and you're, you're shooting people? I shot like I mean, you're, you're joking there. about that, but Paul literally did that for one of his yeah. YouTube no, videos. He did it in lore. I wanted to do it in lore. Interview of a lot of people about Jump Town, the original Jump Town. Oh, yeah, why it turned that. into a war zone? It's a good, it's a good documentary. It's, it's a good is. video. Everybody should watch it. You should, should watch have it. An award. Should have I an need. Award. I, I'm thinking about going through and doing another documentary of Jump Town that's just more stories about the co the conflicts in Jump Town. It's like mm -hmm. a similar kind of thing, like like different stories about Jump Town, further war stories about Jump Town. Because a lot of people have come out of the woodwork since this came out and been like. I have like 15 hours of video. I have stories out the out the wazoo about Jump Town, all that kind of stuff. So, um, anywho, I'm go, looking forward to it. Thank who, I, who, yeah, who are who are you, Paul? What do you do on Twitch? <laughs> Who's your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> who do? He talks about stuff. I don't know. What he does. Uh, I mean, for the for the honestly, there may be people who who found this and been like, I have no idea who this Paul guy is. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I do content on YouTube and on Twitch. 
Um, Twitch.tv slash The Astro Pub. Um, Thursdays through Saturdays, uh, through Sundays. And Thursday and Friday, it's at 9 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays and Sundays. We do Captain's Table. I do things like The Office Hours. I'm, I also do things like Galactic Historian, which is this lore series I do mostly about Star Citizen, though I've done a little bit on Cyberpunk and New World and some other stuff as well as that. So, like, if you like lore stuff, you like Star Citizen, you like talking about Star Citizen, that's what we're here for. All right. Without further ado, now that I'm incredibly excited and happy that Jump Town has been brought back even for a little bit. Um, just for a tiny thing, Just yeah. for a tiny bit. Uh Let's get started with the discussion for today, CitizenCon. Mm -hmm. uh, Vertigo, since you were the last person to introduce yourself, I'll have you go first. What are your expectations for CitizenCon? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, obviously we have the, uh, the CitizenCon uh, schedule on the website, so we can go look at that. Um, we also have this wonderful leak that happened on the last Star Citizen Live. Um, I don't know if it was intentional or if it was Jared Huckabee having another oopsie. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time he leaked 48 gigabytes of Star Citizen, what was that, five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> they actually had some news articles about that on The Escapist and whatnot. Um, he shared he shared a link to a, a download, an unsecured download for Star Citizen, then she could load into CryEngine, you can just unpack all the assets. That was a while ago. Uh, the current leak was he sh accidentally showed off a, um, his Teams page. Uh, and there was a conversation labeled Pyro Walkthrough. Said it was like CitizenCon Pyro Walkthrough or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely expecting to see more of Pyro. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the... If it's going to be the main presentation with Chris Roberts, because I know Chris Roberts likes to show off like a slice of gameplay, up-and-coming gameplay for Star Citizen, mm -hmm. or if it's going to be part of the planetary um, conversation they're going to have, the, the planetary panel where they're going to show off more planetary tech and how they're going to build stuff. Or it could be both. It could be a mission in Pyro, with mm -hmm. they, they could they have like a little um, bespoke portion of mission that just kind of on rails. They kind of show off like this this idea of how a mission would go down in Pyro, and then when it gets to the planetary panel, they 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 expand upon the rest of the Pyro system. But I expect to see more more Pyro, or maybe even another star system entirely, uh, with Citizen Con. Awesome. Anything else? Any are there anything else you're looking forward to based off of the panel layout? Or... Uh... I, I could say I could tell you how underwhelmed I am by some of the like the life in the verse panel. Just they're gonna it's like they're gonna show us what what's already going on in Star Citizen. Star Citizen, and it's just like I I play Star Citizen full time on Twitch. Like I already know everything that's going on in Star Citizen, probably then some. So I'm not quite sure about the life in the verse panel. What's gonna go on there? Uh, ship talk. Star Citizen doesn't need more ships. We we need more use out of the ships we have. But it's probably going to be nice to see how they go through gold standard on some of the ships. Interesting to see what's going to go on with the Retaliator as it goes through gold standard. Um, Vulcan, interested in Vulcan. Uh, a lot of it, although, just just the, just like what they're talking about here on the panel, like blurb on the panel, the little synopsis they have here is probably well over my head. I'm more interested to like, okay, where is Vulcan? How far how far along is Vulcan? When is it going to be complete? When we're going to get more stuff, more performance. Um, but honestly, like I look through all this stuff and I'm not super excited about start just going off the, the titles and the little synopsis they give for, for, sure. um, for citizen con. Sure. You're a little underwhelmed this year. I'm, I'm definitely, I wouldn't say underwhelmed. I'm mostly whelmed. Just whelmed. You're, you're I'm, well, not <laughs> overwhelmed, not underwhelmed, well, you just, just whelmed. You have emotions. Just, just, I have, I have emotion. Tell it's my, it's not a strong tell, emotion. 
<laughs> tell, tell my wife I say hello. Uh, <laughs> How about you, dog? Let's go over you. What, what are your expectations for CitizenCon? I'm gonna be a bit more positive about it. Um, okay. Just to, just oppose it with HZ for a little bit. HZ a little bit. Have fun. Um, I feel especially with the time they've had to sit down with COVID measures going on and kind of sitting back. I mean, they got to show pyro there. There's no way I'll be quite surprised if they don't show us more pyro. They showed it last time. I'm personally excited. That's the star system of all of them that I wanted to see the most. And I screamed for joy. It was like, Oh, pyro's the next one. Yes. It's a dying star. Um, so I'm thinking we're probably going to get hints at a new ships, probably new utility. I'm the same way as vertigo. I would say I'm very interested in learning how they break down the ships in the gold standards. I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to that. Um, I'm I'm going in with CitizenCon because you know me, I cosplay, I go all the conventions. I'm just going to absorb all of it, like a convention. Like, yeah, some panels may be more interesting than the others, but we're getting something at least. And that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm more like, throw me something interesting. Show me something funny. Give me something where I can sit down, veg out, snack after work, and just have a good time watching it. So mm -hmm. I'm not going into this one with big expectations going and going, hey, show us what's new. Show us more in detail about what you've already told us about. I don't mind. Like, if you can show me how you broke down the Redeemer. Like, okay, Redeemer was hard. All right, what was hard about it? Well, we did this, that. Like, I know a lot of people hate that, but I find that kind of stuff fascinating. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm I'm not underwhelmed or overwhelmed. I'm going to say I'm I'm just kind of happy and content that we're at least getting content and new stuff just hinted on the horizon especially the a2 just oof okay i don't have it but the, i'm waiting for my inferno though that's that's what i want to see the inferno in action um i will start by saying the same thing i've said every citizen con citizen con is not really a good time to think to, for anything in star citizen it's a good time for hype but it's good time for hype for non-citizens for people who maybe say, oh, Slash Citizen, that game that I heard was a scam five years ago, that's still around. <laughs> They'll click out on it because it's on Twitch's front page for some reason. They'll watch through it and go, wow, this is a hell of a scam if this is a scam. And then they'll start doing research and then they'll buy the, the package or you know, it's that sort of thing. It's a marketing event for people who aren't into Star Citizen where the fans will watch because they're interested in learning more information. But it also gets the word out to people who normally wouldn't be exposed to Star Citizen. Um, and in the past, when it was an actual in-person CitizenCon, uh, I'd say, it, you know, the best thing about CitizenCon is going to CitizenCon to interact with the community. Not to, to like, see panels, but to talk to CIG devs, to talk to, uh, you know, other streamers or YouTube creators or just people who are running organizations and, you know, all those sorts of things. And usually there's some small little, like, in the last couple of years they've had, uh, like, a demo. Like, I played uh, the new flight model before it was out in uh, 2018 uh and last in 2019 they, they played um theaters of war as a brief as a preview uh if you were there so you get a little sneak preview a little test of what they're doing behind the scenes usually when you're there physically but because this is a digital citizen con i'm just kind of happy they're having it again and i feel like this is a better use of their resources quite honestly than the physical citizen cons because it's probably a lot cheaper um it probably takes it may take up some time, but you know, at least it's less cheaper. It's less, less expensive in terms of expectations. I expect to see pyro, um, probably see Nix. I also expect to see everything that's in three fifteen plus stuff that's on the horizon. 
but that's mocked up to make it look like it's, you know, like what it's going to be, not actually what it's going to be, similar to what we've seen in the previous Citizen Cons. As for the actual panels, I think the most in- interesting panel for me is server meshing in the state of persistence mm-hmm. uh, and systematic gameplay stream of thought, which is with Tony. It's Tony's things. Those two things Tony are Z. the most interesting. Yeah. Oh, I could listen yeah. to that man and you talk all day, I swear. That is yeah. interesting Tony Z, stuff. he's like, he's so enthusiastic and knowledgeable. It's just like, I, can, I don't know what he's talking about, but he seems to know what, know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Kind of um, thing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very, he's, it's very, I, I'd be interested to see about systematic gameplay just because this is the first time ever that we've actually seen Tony Z's been working on. For those of you who don't know, all of the events, uh, uh, the two major events being um, uh, Xenothreat and the, the lockdowns, those Nine are both... Nine-Tails lockdown, yeah. The Nine-Tails lockdown are both the kind of result of Tony Z's work. So that's yeah. like the first little tidbit of the of what Tony Z is working on in the background, so it'll An be interesting. Appetizer, if you will. Yes, a a a a, a nice little little a moose bouche, a moose bouche, <laughs> a, a Buster Tosby. It's, it's uh, what a moose amusing taste or a tongue tickler. It's like it's a uh, basically you take some um, some flavoring, you put it on a spoon, and you give those to your guests as you come over to a fancy dis- dinner party. It's designed to kind of tickle their taste buds a little bit. Okay, it's a fancy thing. What thanks, Buster. I don't know Buster's watching, mother... but thanks, Buster. Buster, why? I learned French. Why, why does why does Buster know that? Because Buster runs events, so I'm sure she's had she's had oh, to learn those things. I know she does. <laughs> I'm just like, why did you tease Vertigo though? As long as what else do I know for French? Uh, uh, merci beaucoup, uh, omelette de fromage from but- Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's laboratory. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know. I know. Cheese. Um, okay, I can't even say it anymore. It's the the the. The song from the seventies. That's actually not French. It's 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 Cajun, but everyone oh. thinks it's it is. It's like vuva. Uh, um, it's basically let's have a threesome. Is what is what the yeah. song is. But it's not. Oh, I bet you boys do, huh? No, it's it's. Um, I can't remember. Anyways, that's off topic. Uh, yes, I, but I'm, it's off topic. Let's move it on. <laughs> I'm 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 in your camp, Vertigo, in that I'm just whelmed by this, not really excited. Yeah. But I understand Dog Demon's perspective as well. That's just like, hey, it's content. I'm going to consume content because it's time to consume content, and this content is interesting. I'm going to consume rum because it's the weekend. It's time to consume <laughs> rum. Rum. Okay. It's Saturday. The weekend's already started, my guy. Then he's it's catching five up. o'clock somewhere. <laughs> one of my partners one of my partners she's really good at saying french she will actually mess me up she'll just start talking in french i'm like sweetie yeah. i love you stop <laughs> that 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 song it's not it's not let's have a three it says will you come to bed with me sir that's that's what that's yeah from moulin rouge movie yeah yeah, yeah. Right, paul uh, let's let's focus come on paul <laughs> What are we um, talking about? Citizen Con. Citizen Stop Con. having fun. We need to talk about Star Citizen. <laughs> no fun in Star Citizen. Not allowed. No fun. Um, no, fun. Yeah, no fun on the podcast about Star Citizen. Uh, but just overall, I think I think I think the Citizen Con is going to be fine. And I, I think the, what's important for me, or I think for everyone to, to know, is that Citizen Con is never really about the fans. It's about the team. The people see people at CIG who make this really do look forward to CitizenCon. 
because most people in video games, you know, we're working a team of, you know, 25 to 150 people working on a video game. And the most they'll see, they'll be able to see their name out there is a name on a credits. You know, they'll work four years, six years, 10 years of their whole lives, you know, not see the sun for days to produce a product and then get a, just their name at the end of a credit. And that's it. It is almost a dream for many um, game engineers, as well as I'm sure most software engineers, to be able to present your product, your stuff that you've made, in the process you point upon make, making it at a convention, you know, like GDC. And so CitizenCon is really like a mini GDC for CIG. These are people who are presenting what they've been working on really hard to people they know appreciate their work because they know that these are the fans. These are the people who care about it more than anybody else because these are the people who actively work on it. And so it's a hell of a lot of, I'm sure it's a, you know, a very rewarding and very fun for many of these folks to do this because it's, they're presenting these highly technical things in a, in a way that they feel like they can present these highly technical things to show off their work um, to people who appreciate it. So that's why I think it's important to, you know, have some citizen gone. And what I'm looking forward to is mostly to, to see the devs really excited about, um, mm -hmm. see, to hear Tony Z and who else is on that? Uh, oh, Rob Sean Tracy's, I think, somewhere in there. There's a bunch of good names. Uh, so Tony, Ron, Ron, Rob Reiniger, Ben Dorsey, mm -hmm. and Luke Presley. To, to hear them geek out about the stuff they're working on and about how they're excited about this, that, and the other thing is going to be just, it's going to be great. And even though I'm not much of a sound guy, I understand the importance of sound, but to hear Graham Phillipson and um, Addie Ketlich, Ketlis, Ketlish, um, to hear them Ketlish, talk yeah, I about- I can't pronounce some of these names. Yeah. But to hear them talk about their sound design and, and to show off the different passes they do, I know they're looking forward to it. And I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. And I'm a sucker for sound. I love that, the, especially listening yeah. to like AMR and people fly over and you're like, ah, yes, like, oh. yes. I mean, I go to air shows. I love air yeah. shows. So that's just up my alley. <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard a couple of, uh, I had a couple of friends who were in, um, um, who, who served overseas um, and w when who played Star Citizen. And they used to say that, like, they liked that sound because whenever, whenever they were sound, they heard that foof sound. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm fine now. I'm safe now. That's you got the happy sound. Yeah. yeah. That's the air uh, superiority right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so and, and I know that CIG really does their job really bearing down to try to make the sound as realistic or as cinematic realistic as possible, which is, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. So. Um. <clears throat> So anyways, yeah, so that's, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think, I think general expectations would, uh, let me go back around and say this. Do you think, sorry with you, dog, do you think that people, what should people take away from, uh, from CitizenCon? What should they be approaching CitizenCon like? And what do you think they should be, um, you know, for, to, to set realistic expectations for CitizenCon? What do you think they should be? looking at how should they look at CitizenCon? Let's put it like this. How should they look at CitizenCon to set realistic expectations? Okay, I'll say it as blunt as possible. There was a fucking pandemic. We're getting progressed. Okay. That's the way I'm looking at it. There was a pandemic. It slowed things down. They're still making progress. They're showing us that progress. Just go into it and experience what's there to experience because once you start putting expectations on it, which people are going to do, people are going to bitch mm -hmm. on Spectrum, people are going to bitch anyway, 
go oh, into you're always going to have mad fans oh, whether you course, like it or not. Yeah, there's going to be something they're going to be upset about. Yeah, it's going to be anything. Anything, it doesn't matter. But I think people need to not get in that mob mentality. Even if your friend's like, that was bullshit. If you enjoyed it, stand your point on that. Say, like, no, I did enjoy it. Even people pressure you saying, well, you should have expected more. You should do if you go into this having fun, just learning about the progress, even if it's already stuff that we know, you notate, man, they are working on procedural generation, all this other, or procedural universe, I'm good. If I'd be upset if they just had nothing new to show. That's mm -hmm. where I would get mad. At that expectation, they said, mm -hmm. ha ha ha, we have no news on 315 or 316 or anything. Excuse me, you don't have anything to show? No. Then I'd be like, okay, what the hell? But they obviously do. They're obviously talking about things that we're understanding, we're getting new information on. So I'm good there. And I think that's where, especially in the world climate currently, we have to expect. Now, if the pandemic never happened, <laughs> sure, it'd be a bit different. We would expect more. But there was a lot of technical things, backgrounds, especially friends I have in the gaming industry and what from indie to AAA, who hearing their stories, what they deal with, I guess I'm able to be a little bit more empathetic on yeah we may not get a lot of great stuff this year comparable because of those things so just go for the ride man that's my whole thing awesome that's i think it's a very healthy way of putting things too vertigo you're th you, what would you what you to to set people's expectations what do you think people should set their expectations at for watching citizen Con? especially if this is the first um, citizen con they've ever seen it's gonna be i mean the previous citizen con we had which was 2019 um, a lot of the side panels tend to be very dry and technical uh, mm -hmm. oriented. So you're you're basically um, kind of how I talked about like when they actually do work on their live streams, like the last live stream they did where they built a, a traffic pylon, little cone, little traffic mm -hmm. cone. Um, you're basically watching someone work, or you're watching someone talk about their work, and it's going to be somewhat technical. Uh, they'll tr some of the some of the presenters try to bring it down, but not everybody really is good in front of a camera. Um, they're not good at, you know, t you know, bringing the, bringing things down to the layman. So a lot of people understand it. So some panels just may not be watchable for a lot of people because they'll, they'll turn into very, something very technical. You'd be, you'd be just watching someone talk about what they do for a living. And it's like, oh, here's what my father does. He's an accountant. What does an accountant do? Math. What does the programmer do? Math. Here's mm -hmm. the math. Yeah. Yay. It ends up being looking, you're looking at the matrix now. And it's just like, I can't read that. Like, I'm pretty sure if someone could read that, they'd be like, oh, that's really cool, but I'm not that person. So sometimes you end up with that, but other times you end up with a keynote presentation Chris Roberts does, who actually shows you. Chris Roberts, the, the keynote presentation is usually the best one. And mm -hmm. it's usually, they'll have like a half of it. They used to, I think they used to do it one go, the keynote presentation, or was it always half and half, Paul? I, they, so they used to do the keynote presentation up front, and then they mm -hmm. would do something at the end. In 2019, and I think 2018, they split it into two. So that you'd have, you know, the front and then the then the second, first half and the second half. Yeah. So they may do so, that again. We do have a closing and an opening with Chris Roberts. So I'd expect. Yeah. So usually, usually the Chris Roberts keynote speeches are the ones that the most people would want to watch, where it shows mm -hmm. off what is going to be the future, the this the near future for Star Citizen, the, the the up and coming technology or the up and coming stuff. They showed off Microtech on 2019, I believe, mm -hmm. and then Art Corp on 2018. Yeah. Okay. And 20, 2017 was uh, Hurston. Lauraville, I believe. Yeah, Lauraville. Hurston, and 20, yeah. Hurston. And 20, 2016 was Yella, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Landing Planets, so. It was the Levski demo, actually, if I remember Levski correctly. Well, yes, Levski was Levski. like 2016 or 2017. But they yeah. showed off, I, I think 2017, they showed off the address for the first time. 
Yeah. That was the cringe Idris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so a lot of the panels, like the sound panel, like as Paul pointed out, like you love, you love hearing these guys talk about work and whatnot. And they're, mm -hmm. they're great guys to listen to, but it's going to be, I, I'm assuming the sound panels could be very technical. Here's why mm -hmm. we do what we do. Here's where we do the sounds. And here's why we put this here and there, because we don't want to overload this guy. Uh, you know, we, we, we draw from these last asset libraries. And, oh, f fun fact, the, the toilet on the Vanguard Sentinel has a dolphin in it. Yeah. And everybody's just going to be, it's just going to be one of those just eye-glassing over kind of kind of presentations where, for most people are just like, wow, that's uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Dolphin, really. Well, I'm, I'm that nerd who just load the game up and go, like, where is it at? And it's like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> um, the, it's funny because there's, I will also say, expect the unexpected with those, though. Mm. Because I saw in 2018, I was at, it was here in Austin, so I, I could not go. <laughs> could, um, you could not go. You have no reason yeah, to excuse yeah. yourself. So I, I was, I was at Austin and I was in the, um, uh, I was in the, oh my Lord, uh, the panel. I'm trying to remember what the panel it was. Uh, I think it was a panel on cloth physics or something like that. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, no, it was on facial features. It was on like customization and the future of customization and because it was on the future of customization, it was not exactly riveting, but about halfway through they started showing new squadron 42 footage. Yeah. Because they were using, cause they were working on facial stuff for squadron 42. So using, they're pulling squadron 42 stuff. So we got to see sneak peeks at the trailer that was dropped at the end of 2018 citizen con at that demo. But there was like 17 of us in the audience. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> it was that moment where all, where all of us were just like, "Yeah, this is kind of cool." And then, please oh, continue. The, the guys, like the, the panel, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Yes. Um, and, and and that's um, th that, and that's the thing. It's like like that's that's every so often you will get these really dry technical panels, but then they'll because of what they're working on, they'll show new things that we've never seen before. So be careful like go in expecting the driest of the dry content that like unless you are a experienced programmer you're probably gonna go way over your head <laughs> but every so often you'll have something like that so anything else you'd like to, to your any expectations vertigo mm, not really uh for for citizen con i can't think of really anything off the cuff okay I want the helmet flip again. Remember a couple of years ago? Oh, helmet, helmet flip. Everyone helmet. wants helmet, helmet flip. Helmet flip. flip, yeah. I want helmet flip back. We didn't get helmet. Every animation we got, I want helmet flip back again. So everyone could just lose their ish over the simplest thing. It's great. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Goes up. All right. You can lift the toilet seat. Ah! <laughs> um, no, yeah, no. I, 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 will, I will say this. Yeah. I, I can kind of, kind of combination of both of y'all's is that go to or or watch panels that you are interested in uh watch the beginning and ending of it so it starts at i'm looking it at right now it starts at um 11 a.m eastern which is 3 p.m utc on october 9th and uh so you start around there expected delays there's almost always mm. delays almost it's just always. gonna happen i would oh, expect yeah. technical issues out the ass like just I'm just constant technical issues 
Um, I don't, they've gotten better every year with it, but Jared read one is a joke for a reason. Um, I, but, but other than the beginning and the end, just look through the, the panels, see if there's anything that's, that strikes you and then just kind of set your alarm and, and make sure you can watch it. But they're all going to be on YouTube too. So like, don't feel like you have to watch all of these. They're all going to end up on YouTube either. I think so according to Jake, they're going to be ended up like within four hours of the uh, completion of the, uh, which is mind boggling because before it was, they drip it out day by day the week after citizen gone that's usually because they had to break it down they all they go home and all that kind of stuff so but it'll be yeah. this stuff this stuff will be out pretty quickly so you don't don't even feel like you have to watch it live if you don't want to if you got to work the next day or uh-huh. you got kids you got the wife or whatever you know i i would say if you can make time for um the opening and closing and other than that pick a panel that you like and expect dry content but also go there to see interesting things. Um, don't go in there expecting like you're going to see the future of Star Citizen. And don't expect everything in that uh, uh, that entire list of panels. Oh. Don't expect any of that to be in the game in the near future. At the earliest next year. Add a year to that even, probably. Oh, God, yes. So. Oh, and Star Citizen just tweeted out that if you're, if you're worried that you're going to miss a Star Citizen panel live, they're going to be up on the same day in 4K on YouTube. There we go. According, according to the 4K, mm-hmm. yeah, DSS. Uh, well, they're all pre-recorded, so maybe they could just slap them up on YouTube real quickly. Yeah. I, I'd imagine that the <clears throat> the demo is going to be live, and I imagine that a lot of the discussions are going to be live. I'm sure there's going to be presentations which will be pre-recorded, but then there'll be a Q and A section and a kind of a discussion which which will be live streamed. Um, so it'll be. I'm, I'm guessing it's a combination of probably. 70% pre-recorded and, um, you know, 30% live Q&A. So, uh. <clears throat> Anywho, that's, I think that's it. Let's, let's go on to the next section, the next discussion, because this is always going to be asked. We'll start with you, Vertigo. What mm-hmm. ships are you expecting? What new ships are you expecting to drop at CitizenCon? And, um... Or do you think that there any of those ships are going to be straight to flyable? Because they usually do at least one straight to flyable ship, mm-hmm. do one concept, big concept ship at CitizenCon as well. So you've had things like the Valkyrie in the past. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was the Buccaneer one year. Like like they're usually just like something that's straight to flyable. And then we've had the Perseus, the well not the Perseus, it was the Polaris. Pegasus? No, the Polaris. The, the, yeah. It was the Polaris, and I think it was if the, the Pegasus in the game. I will scream. <laughs> That's an aircraft carrier. Hold up, chief. <laughs> so yeah, was, we haven't seen Hydra here of that thing or the Valkyrie. Oh, uh, the, the Kraken. Yeah, the Kraken as well Kraken. was also was also a, a Citizen Con concept, large concept that was sold. So that was the year I yeah, was there. Yeah, so they usually so. do a small, medium, and large ship. Some some yes. years it's just a small ship and a large ship. Yep. Um, so I'm expecting. Just going off of what I know from, like, reading around Leaks Discord and whatnot, and just rumors within the community, we know Anvil Aerospace in lore has been gotten offered to go to the, um, oh, what's this, what star system where they build all the ships? Paul, you know. I know, Killian. Killian, yeah. That was, an, that was a lore post in on Invictus light, uh, fl- uh, launch week. Mm-hmm. So we may see something from Anvil. Uh, we know there's something called the Anvil Longbow in the files somewhere. That may be a thing. It could be capital class, maybe larger than the Carrick, maybe about the same size as the Carrick. 
Um, not holding my breath on that. We know the 400i has been kicking around for a while. That could be at CitizenCon. Um, we know that they still haven't delivered on the refinery ship that they threw out for CitizenCon 2019. Every, they had a four-ship panel uh, for CitizenCon where the community kind of helped choose concepts for new ships or they helped choose ideas for new ships. And all four, all three of those four ships are in-game currently. The Talon got made. The, what else was there? The, the, the Grey rock. Cat Rock got mm -hmm. made. And the, the oh God, what? The Rollin is concepted, was concepted and, and offered for purchase. And there's a refinery ship that still has yet to show up. So that could pop up at some time in Citizen Con. So we have three, three kind of three good guesses. Uh, and then it's thinking about like what other alien ships we could have. Uh, more Vandal ships could show up on the web store as well. Like the Stinger, Heavy Fighter could always, because they, they'll sell the Spira, right? Mm -hmm. Loves to sell alien tech. So they may have like captured uh, Stinger Heavy Fighters that they want to sell off to the... <laughs> Seems so stupid to sell heavy fighters, Vandal heavy captured heavy fighters. They're state of the art to uh, to the citizenry, but you know they they sold off a thousand Vandal fighter uh, sites mm -hmm. a while ago. So who knows? Maybe they'll pull out something there. Uh, I definitely expect more price hikes to come uh, in the future. Who knows? Maybe we'll hit. I know we have the uh, the caterpillar is going to get a price hike for uh, the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo November twentieth. So if you want to get a caterpillar at two ninety five American, do it now. Yeah, that's going up. Do it now. We don't yeah, know. We, uh, we they, don't, put, they put the announcement up on Spectrum, so we don't know what the new price is, right? They haven't said that yet. They haven't said what the price hikes. Would be. I, I would imagine thirty to fifty bucks, fifty bucks American. Yeah, would be what it would we go up to? Or uh, three, three something, three fifteen, three twenty would be probably yeah. be my guess. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was three, like forty five, three fifty, uh, yeah. as well. So. Get $100 so there's there's my ideas. I, I I'm really uncreative when it comes to trying to predict CIG's moves. We have a lot of light fighters. <laughs> yeah. We I, we have a lot of medium. Maybe more, maybe another medium fighter because you know got yeah, just got the least. hornet and kind of that's it really for a medium fighter. The saber. I think the saber. And the saber. Hornet Saber's a there. stealth fighter though. It's not really but a it's, medium. It's CIG a medium has a different stealth. idea. Yeah. yeah. CIG has a different yeah. idea when it comes to classifying ships. Yeah. yeah. So we may see another human medium fighter come out. From a different company, like a I don't know Argo. <laughs> See, I actually loves to pull out weird stuff, like the Ares, for example. Like Crusaders, like an industrial firm, yet they're gonna pull out a fighter out of their butt. Like, okay, why not? What do they know about yeah. building fighters? I got they're building it. transport go. this entire time. Uh, all right, dog. What do you think? What are the what are the um, what ships are you expecting with with CitizenCon? So I think we're gonna get a lot more details, probably on the Carrick. The Perseus and the Banu Merchantman. That's that's the cards. That's the that's why I'm putting my chips on the table. We're gonna mm -hmm. finally get a walk around or a walkthrough. Or Chris Roberts is gonna come up and be like, "Let's show you something cool. Let's go to the deck." And then you're gonna walk out, and there's gonna be a Banu Merchantman, and people in the chat are going to flip ish. It's gonna be the Merchantman. I'm calling it now. It's gonna be a Merchantman or a Carrick, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the white box or rendering. But you're still gonna walk up to it, walk inside, see the shops, and for the final part. That ship is going to take off, and we're going to get a crash. I am calling it now. <laughs> it it's going it's to be like, what? Oh, oh, oh. All right, let's go walk back to the ship. Run, fall through the map. It's, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be when you said really... When you said Kraken, or character, when you said character, do you mean Kraken? Kraken, yeah. Probably. Okay. I, I, yeah. Kind of, I yeah. mentally yeah. thought that same thing myself. Kra yeah. Sorry, Kraken or Merchantman. I think we're going to see more details. The, the Kmarts. Yeah, the yeah. Kmarts. I feel we're going to... I'm just being whimsical with this one. I'm having fun. 
realistic though i feel we're gonna get another light fighter or some kind of weird alien tech thing and we're probably gonna get a probably update on some of the ships that's already out being more realistic whimsical i do want to see a really cool walkthrough and it just disastrously go wrong like he's like Chris Roberts like, I'm going to take the helm, and everyone's going to be like, Chris, don't, don't do, oh, no. And he's going to crash it, he's going to break the game, and then they're going to reset it. So not, not with a pre-record. Oh, is that going to be it was live. I was hoping it would be live. That's I, what I'm hoping for. It's going to be live. I want it to be live. Like, I just secretly, because he has that history of doing things live and things going horribly wrong. Like, let me show you the ship. It slaps an asteroid, and it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want that. That's what I'm hoping for, that it's just human it's 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 accidents it's not like a horrible like e3 cringe mm. it's just more humorous of all right cool they finally showed it man it's not going the way we expected i i That's... i disagree i don't think it's gonna be pre-recorded i think they'll do it live because chris yeah, Roberts I think is it's gonna very, be live he is very dedicated to showing it live because he likes to show say this isn't smoke and mirrors this isn't pre-recorded this is live this is we built this it's in the game um the problem i have with that is of course it's not in the game, it's a vertical slice, and many of the stuff you see in there will never show up in Star Citizen or will take years to show up in Star Citizen. Like a giant worm, like yeah. a giant space worm. Heck, I'd, I'd, I'd go for our Metroid floaty boys, but they're, they're not even in game yet, and they're, they're supposed to be mm. in Louisville. So, like, so, 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 so the, the crabs, what do they call those things? The blind Oni crabs is what they're, they're called. Yeah. Um, they're giant, they're tiny little Hindenburgs. Oh, gas garbage. bags. Yeah, yeah, little gas bags. They, 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 they're made of hydrogen, hydrogen gas is what they float. They're tiny right? little Hindenburg. Too soon. They're tiny. Too soon. They're tiny little Hindenburg. Too soon. Too soon. They're tiny little Hindenburgs that eat garbage and they live in you know, Louisville. You, and you, you have to kill them. You probably make Franz Ferdinand jokes, don't you? I do. Insensitive. All the time. Insensitive. Wow. <laughs> Insensitive. <laughs> um, so, so I, I'm just, I, I can't wait for the day to be able to go clear out a nest of blind oni crabs and accidentally start a chain reaction that lights the atmosphere on fire because, uh, <laughs> or sending a noob out. Like you go take care yeah. of those, those, those blind oni crabs. I shot it and it exploded and caused a chain reaction. And now I had to respawn back on the Carrick. <laughs> Welcome to the crew, kid. <laughs> everyone has to go through. Everyone has to go through the flaming pit of garbage death before he hazing on Star Citizen. Wow. <laughs> uh, are there any other ships specifically that you're expecting, though? Like that would be for sale. I think it's going to be concept. I, I think I, I'd be quite surprised if anything goes straight to flyable. I think it's going to be mostly concept. Oh, concepts are going to open back up. People are going to fight over it, and we're probably just going to get more concepts. Being realistic, I'm not. I'm not putting any stake in new ships. They still got to get a lot of gold standards. Still got to work on a lot of stuff currently, and I'm cool with that. I want salvage gameplay to come in. I want to see mm -hmm. scavengers wait near a beef where people are talking major shit to each other in chat, and they're like, "Where is this fight going on?" And they you see them staging, waiting for someone to die, and then they grab the hole and yeah. So, I'm expecting more of, "Hey, we're just getting things ready for," you know, green light go. Redeemer has a point. Maybe mm -hmm. the Crucible. I'm hoping Crucible. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Uh, I, I for ships for me, I think the 400 is almost assured to come out. I think it's I think it's been teased for a long time. They've yeah. messed around with it. There's been enough leaks about it. Um, I'm just hoping it got better once through compared to the last time I saw the leaks of it because the leaks of it looked like horrible. It looks um, garbage. It looks like garbage. It, it like like the Redeemer looks good compared to the 400. 
Mm-hmm. And that says a lot. I hate the Redeemer. The Redeemer what? looks good compared to the 400. Excuse you. <laughs> it looks like a ship out of... It looks like an alien ship. I, I will go on the Redeemer and I think it's aliens <laughs> in the vent. And that's awesome. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> I hate the Redeemer. And I think it's better looking than the, than, than the 400. Um, but, yeah. So I, I think we're definitely going to see um, the 400 sold. I think we might see uh, another... The, the like a like either the refining ship or like uh, another like medium hauler that'll be out there because there's also like the the Argo raft which has been floating around something like that possibly because that is one of those things that we just don't have a lot of like in terms of cargo hauling we've got the whole series we've got the freelancer we've got the caterpillar and we have the um, the Hercules there's really mm-hmm. like between I guess technically the are the the uh, the Taurus but like. Between the freelancer and the uh, the like hull D, there's really not a lot of there's like maybe one ship in each category. Where if you look at like combat ships, how many heavy fighters do we have? How many light fighters do we have? How many heck we have like three different corvettes in concept, but we we only have like one ship or two ships ab- about the same size of that. But we have like no large ships. There's nothing between a freelancer and a and a, uh, a caterpillar. There's nothing like Connie sized. And before anyone jumps on me and says, "What, what about the MSR?" The MSR is a data running ship that has cargo mm-hmm. on it. That's the important thing to remember. I'm talking about purebred cargo ship that is designed with internal cargo bays. You know. I mean, I've been I've been seeing some fan concepts for like an Argo, like an upscaled Argo Nomad to compete with yeah. the Connie. But honestly, some of these some of these fan concepts for like solid outlands are a lot a lot better than what CIG's put out. I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. I, I I endlessly hate the nomad. <laughs> I do Same, not like I don't the like that nomad thing. either. I'm with you on that one. I think when they showed that I was like Dude, did they just try to make an alien jeep? What the what is this? Like it's exactly, just, it's exactly. It's, it's designed it's like, to be the Cybertruck. It's, yeah, it's, it's like supposed yeah. to be a Cybertruck. Oh, the Cybertruck's design is so dumb. I don't even want to get into that topic. I know. I hated the sight look of the Cybertruck. I hate the look of the Nomad. The, the, some of the interior of the Nomad has good good going on, but there's like a, there was a fan concept for a, a, a basically a constellation sized consolidated outline ship that looked just amazing. I'm just like they should hire that guy. I like the Nomad. I think it's dumb at times, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm also a Drake fan. So like, (laughs) I like, I like ugly ships. Um, But uh, when it comes to, you know, someone's saying like the Taurus is is a a, a ship. The Taurus is still a variant of the Connie and CIG. It's still a Connie. It's still a Connie. It's, and and that's, and that's the thing is that CIG doesn't like to have variant fill out a size category for a specific role because we, and we started off with, the um like look at troop transports we started off with the uh event you would you would talk about how it started pete, it was the, uh, not pete paul pete? You, would, you started with the retaliator yeah, and yes. then it was like the redeemer and yeah. then the redeemer didn't move anywhere so it's the hoplite and then the valkyrie came out because came the out. hoplite wasn't good enough and we didn't have modularity for the redeemer so what the fuck now modularity is going to happen for the redeemer we have another troop transport but you see what the, i mean like, yeah. like, like there's, there's like seven different things along the way because, and, th- and they start off as variants and then they got a specific ship and that ship changed its role. So like, we need something, CIG is probably going to be put just a- I'm waiting for the man-sized torpedo that, that, I'm waiting for the torpedo that you can put a man into and fire at a station for like a, cause that happened in Wing Commander 4. 
They yeah. had like a torpedo you put on your ship. It was like for a very special mission. You can launch men at, at a station to infiltrate. It was that was a fun mission. I am hoping for that. We should have that. We should have those. We should have those. Um, they're, 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 called, they're called the nails in Star Citizen. They just they just yeah. like, drop pods. And they put someone in. They fire towards them. So hopefully we'll get to see them. But overall, I'm thinking the 400i. I'm almost surely thinking that we're going to get a capital size ship that is the um, that is made by uh, Anvil. I don't think it's going to be a carrier like everyone thinks. It I could it could be the Crucible. Honestly, Dodge Dodge Doge said that. I mean, like okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Crucible he finally Doge Dodge. What the hell, Vertigo? He's been I'm drinking. Sorry, rum. hold on. He's... Oh, hold on. <laughs> let, me just, let me just add a little more gas to this spot. <laughs> <You> motherfucker. <laughs> this this, no this cider has got some octane in it. Let me tell you. <laughs> no excuse, none whatsoever. Um, you confirmed the really now, by the way. Uh, change it to uh, Pete Shelley. You're, you're now Pete Shelley. Pete Shelley. Pete Shelley. <laughs> Pete Shelley. Uh, I should. I should. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to make the Pete jokes. Think about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think, I think that's just generally what to expect. Um, I think we've already talked about expectations. We talked about ships. The last thing we were going to talk about was, um, no, I think, I think that's, I think that's all our discussions. We've been, what? we've been having good oh, I thought you discussions. Had a third one. The third one oh. was like, like, like expectations, but we kind of went over that. Like, should you yeah, expect. That was the first one, Paul. I've been I drinking rum and I already know that was the first one. Well, no, yeah. the last, the last one we were going to talk Come about Come on, Pete. Was... Come on, Pete. <laughs> yeah. The last one, the last one was uh, supposed to be like, when should the stuff they see in CitizenCon? When do you think people should expect to see it? Because all right, fun story, fun story. You remember okay. the very first, very first uh, game, the baby PU, the first with the helmet flip, where they actually went onto the verse. No, that wasn't even the helmet flip one. That was the Rainy Commander, the one where they showed off the baby PU gameplay, where they had the what was it, the Hornets, the Constellation, and a Gladius, I think. Mm -hmm. all go into the yellow asteroid belt to find a re uh, retaliator that was disabled. I'm yeah. still waiting for them to be able to find ships disabled in the verse and reactivate them. Oh, remember, yeah. the, remember the sandworm? I'm still waiting for that thing to happen. I'm, uh, I'm waiting for my sandworm. Yeah. So, so like, that's, but that's a good, let's, let's start with you and Vertigo on this one. Like, expectations versus reality. Like, when we're looking at, right. when, look, when we're looking at, at, at CitizenCon, the stuff we see in in the demo, but also in the stuff we see on the panels, should people be thinking this is coming in in three fifteen, three sixteen, three seventeen? Let's 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 kind of throw away the, the the specific complaints I had and talk generality. Yes. Usually it's within it. Usually it's within a year. Mm -hmm. Like when the CitizenCon that showed off Arcorp, we got that like a year later. Mm -hmm. Same with Lorville. Showed off Lorville, we got that a year later. Um. When they did the the mission with Levski with face over IP, we got that pretty all that face over IP crap pretty quickly. Um, the interest took a lot longer. Uh, it took a lot longer for the interest to show up. Almost two years when the interest battle showed up, and we still don't have direct control of the interest. Mm -hmm. um, so generally, generally speaking, uh, it usually takes about a year for CIG to kind of get that stuff into the works, unless they decide to kind of veer off. You look at like CitizenCon twenty. 19 where they did that stealth mission on Orc Corp where they had like NPCs drop, you know, transiting to places and whatnot, dropping us off. And we, we mm -hmm. sneak into an outpost to get stuff. We still haven't got that yet, but CIG decided to divert to divert to getting nine tails and Xenothreat up and running. Mm -hmm. And those were a lot, those were big maple things, especially Xenothreat was a, this big maple thing to kind of show off. Like here's, 
here's the fruits of our labor, and it's a big fruit. It's a watermelon. We can crack it open. We can feed a family of four with this thing. Um, so what you're saying so, is the the big general stuff, maybe yeah. a year. The details year. you may never see, or yeah. maybe like the sandworm. It, it's it, yeah. like until was it Ellis? Yeah, or when uh, the sandworms uh, was Ellis uh, three or something. No, it's um, uh, Lear. Lear three. Lear. Okay, Lear three. Yeah. Uh, until we get the Lear system, we probably won't even see that damn sandworm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dog Demon, what do you think? What, expectations versus reality. When should people expect the content from from CitizenCon to reach their their game, if at all? Um, year and a half, because we even haven't gotten the asteroid belt yet. I, I remember everyone's so excited. Oh, the about uh, Aaron asteroid the, belt. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot we haven't even gotten that yet, and I'm curious to see them talk about how they're not going to kill people's computers rendering all those damn asteroids. Because if it's so damn thick that you can't fly around it, that's Someone brave is going to fly straight down as far as they can and go around it, which is way out of their okay, way. Okay, so, so if, oh my god, it, it, you know how large the air and asteroid belt would have to be to prevent people from flying around it like that? That's what I'm saying, yeah. It'd like, it would, it would have to be seriously, like, several, it would have to be over 300, 400, 500 kilometers in Right, in and that's what I'm saying. And it would have to be super dense. Because like only toll. small ships would go through it. Yeah, it's a toll booth. It's a it's technically a toll area to get out safely. So my thing is like, what's stopping people from going yoink around it? And that's what I'm. Patience. I just forgot about that. Patience, <laughs> or I mean, I'll fly straight through it. I'll dodge between asteroids. That'll be great. That'll be um, I I think they'll I think they'll readjust the air and asteroid belt. They'll probably throw that away. Um, it's like we were that was back when we were having more of a freelancer when they thought they were gonna have to have loading gates between the inner and outer planets. Like, we can't mm -hmm. load all this content at once, we can't do it with CryEngine, we'll just have to make you know concessions with loading screens and whatnot. Yeah, and then yeah. planetary tech happened, streaming tech happened, object container streaming happened, and they're like, hey, we could just do it all, whatever, right? So, I, I think the air and asteroid belts may become like just like a way station or something in the asteroid belt, a fuel depot or something, satellites, mm -hmm. I don't know, Comrie out there. Okay. Uh, Anyways, continue, Dodge. Yeah. Sorry, sorry you're, to you're interrupt. Good. Dodge. Oh, you're good. We, we go back and forth and Dodge Demon. <laughs> dodge today. Um, that's that's about it. I mean, maybe maybe a few details because I mean, even us talking, we've even forgotten about certain details. So. Um, oh yeah. Again, I think just bringing up details that we completely forgot about that they mentioned before probably is going to be the reality of the best stuff we're going to get besides everything else we talked about. So I'm just kind of adding on to okay. what I said earlier. <laughs> Um, but still, I'm I'm gonna go in for the fun ride. I'm gonna eat snacks. I'm gonna be at work, unfortunately, but I'll be able to stop between stores that I'm doing all my stuff for and be like, oh, awesome, they did this one, or listen to it as I'm driving from store to store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I I will you know sh uh, kind of mirror most of what y'all are saying. Most of what you see in 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 especially the 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 keynote, don't expect it. I wouldn't expect anything in the keynote. It's important to remember that what the keynote is, is usually a mock-up of what they are looking to do in a year from now, a year to two years. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's pretty recently. The stuff back in 2015 and 2016, that was meant more as a future, like, like long-term kind of thing. And they've even said mm -hmm. that since 2018, they've really just kind of shortened their vision to, uh, for the, for the uh, keynotes to be, this is what you're going to get in the next year or two. So, you know, to kind of get people a little bit more focused on, like, what they're looking at, what they're working on. Um, so, like, I expect to see Pyro because I expect to see Pyro in the game in a year. Within a year. Um, you know, maybe not at CitizenCon 2022, but close to that. 
do I, I also think that they'll do things like cargo interactions. And I don't think it'll look nothing like the cargo interactions we'll actually see in-game. I'm sure we'll see a mission system and a mission giver who we will never see or will take three years before they get into the game when they give this this mission giver. I'm sure they'll show off Ruin Station and it'll look like nothing like Ruin Station actually will. It'll actually be higher yeah. quality. It'll be much better because it's pre it's made. It's only one section of the station. When they go to actually make the station, it's going to be a little bit lower quality because they, they have to skimp on the quality so that they can put it into the game. And it'll be... It'll be fine, but it, it won't be like the ridiculous quality that they'll render this in. So, but I mean, the basic gist of what they'll show are things like salvage, um, cargo moving, missions, pyro, new ships, you know, that sort of thing. That's mm. what they'll do. And I think that'll work okay. Uh, but I wouldn't expect, uh, and I expect most of the things within a year or two. Okay, Paul, details, here, how about this? No. Uh -oh, uh oh. Do, do you expect do you expect pyro before server meshing is completed? Do you think no. CIG may do like a static server meshing? No, I think Have just do... like you could choose you could choose from a drop down on the main menu. Do you want no. to load into pyro or do you want to no? Okay. No, that'd be horrible. If they did that, pyro would break. It, yeah. No one would go to Saturn. Everyone's gonna be like pyro, pyro. Okay, pyro, so pyro. we actually did some math on my stream. Okay. Um, so in lore, pyro is thirteen astronomical units wide. Mm -hmm. Which is so one AU is 150 million kilometers, right? So take that by 13 times 13. Uh, basically, the gist of it is if you want to travel across Pyro, it's going to be 45 minutes of real time. That's kind of cool. If you want to go from one end of Pyro to the other, by the way, uh, everyone Stanton, at home, oh, go ahead. Stanton is five in lore, in reality, it's slightly less than one. Yes, and it takes takes about if you want to travel from Microtech to Arcorp, it's about 10 minutes, depending on your quantum drive. Yeah, yeah, but it's also and AU um, for everyone in the classroom, and AU is the distance between the Earth and the Sun, and it takes sunlight going at the speed sun, the speed of light traveling at that speed. It takes you eight hours to reach Earth. So put that in perspective. Eight minutes. That, eight, eight minutes. minutes excuse me, eight, eight hours. Minutes, I think. Why is it eight? That's slower. That's going towards Jupiter. Excuse me, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a little further out. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's also it's also important to remember that Star Citizen scaled differently. So like yeah. four well, AU. Yeah. So we 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 I did I did do the scale down. If they scale it the same as Stanton, Stanton is five AU and slightly less than one. I think it's no, like a hundred and some change in game. Yeah. Just kind of back of the napkin. And if they scale it down, it's gonna be forty five minutes to go across. If it's if it's scaled like Stanton, Pyro. Mm -hmm. That would be sick. Oh man, that'd be that'd be intense for certain battles and certain things oh, yeah. you're doing. So, like, I look at Pyro, and I think to myself, if, if CIG wants Pyro to be the pirate star system, it's, there's going to be a lot of space between every all the content mm -hmm. in Pyro. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's also kind of the point. Like, mm -hmm. we'll talk about that. I think we'll talk about that a little bit later, but, like, because mm -hmm. that's a different topic other than CitizenCon. That's a that's a topic in and of itself. What is What are you going to do in Pyro? And I think the answer is going to be uh, not what you think. It's going to be a lot of waiting. It's like, a lot of boredom uh, and drinking. What, are you going to put a little yeah. in you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Gweeping? Uh, you're going to gweef people? AC vertical gweeping? What, what are you going to do with a drunken sailor? What you going <laughs> to do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> what you going to do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? You're going to... Put him in a long boat with the captain's daughter. Put him in a long boat with captain's daughter. Vertigo has gone beyond drunk. Um, <laughs> I've gone to the next level. I've gone to like, drunk, drunk level two. Yes. Uh, but... I that's a, that, that I think that's a different topic because I think in general pyro is going to be a lot of waiting around punctuated by intense firefights that will like determine mm -hmm. if you're going to exist or not. 
and then a lot of waiting around, <laughs> which is going to be different yeah. from Stanton. Which I'm just, will be a lot I'm just content. worried about the medical gameplay coming up, like how that's going to affect PvP and the loop and people's enjoyment of the game. Yeah. We've already had streamers quit Star Citizen because of just frust general frustrations over like the quality of the game. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor guy Rexilla. I don't know how some of these guys actually try to get all these group group stuff going together. I can just imagine you have an A2 roll in and drop a drop a Colossus bomb on your 50 man. <laughs> or your your forty five man PvP FFA and just kill everybody and everybody has to wake up all all different slots all over the star system, because med beds were full at the place they set their medical spawns mm -hmm. and so everybody's has spread all all it just just there's oh. not enough, there's not enough med beds for forty five people in one location oh. so you're gonna be spawning all over the place. Is ZDF still active? Very very active right now? No. I don't know. Okay, I no, just I know Rick still got on to Facebook and then he started streaming yeah. Call of Duty. But you know, yeah. Detox and though. Captain Burks, they still they still try to carry the torch. I don't know. Yeah. Those guys deserve mad props for just 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 trying. Yeah. Just attempting to work with Star Citizen with groups and whatnot. I just I just don't have the patience for more than like I'm five not that people. Masochistic. I, I will do it with a small group of people. Like I think the best I got enough was fifteen, ten people, but I'm yeah. not that masochistic. I, I will join in and help out, but I am mm -mm, I'm not gonna shoot yeah. myself like that until we get more stable servers and more room in servers. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's kind of a, kind of cover our discussion for uh, for CitizenCon. For those who are still wondering, who, who may not know, CitizenCon is going to be again on October 9th, 2021 at uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern, which is uh, 3 p.m. UTC. It's a Saturday. It's next Saturday from when this broadcast happened. Uh, so you, it's going to be on Twitch at twitch.tv slash star citizen. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be doing simulcasting, but I do know uh, other people will like um, space tomato and such. And I'll probably be jumping on some of those casts, but the day after citizen con, I'm going to be raising money for charity and doing a big old stream for 24 hours of captain's table. Just trying to digest citizen con and all the information and everything with a bunch of people like dog demon and H vertigo and uh space tomato and uh fist of Jawa and so many other people darsh you know it's it's going to be buster uh buster mm -hmm. and captain burks and all those wonderful folks so uh come in and join us for that one next week again next week at uh that's going to start at 7 a.m I think, or no, 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific, or Eastern. Time zones. <laughs> 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Eastern. So bright and early for those of us on the uh, on the West Coast, or those in the West Coast, or those uh, in the Central Time Zone like myself. But we'll be going for 24 hours. So, all right. Well, um, until next time. Like I say, every, I'll make sure you're following these two wonderful folks in the social medias, of course. And um, like I say all the time, hope to see you someday in the black. There you go. Are we gonna do questions, Paul? Yeah, we're gonna do questions here. Okay. He does this for Sorry, I, th I was, I was.